This is episode 155, Four Keys to a Disciplined Life and Business. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the Dance of Life podcast. Every week, my goal is to inspire you to take action towards what you love, live a transformed life, and enjoy the journey there. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up? What's up, everybody? Happy Friday to you wherever you happen to be today. I hope this episode finds you healthy, finds you well, finds you excited, finds you grateful. We're going to be talking about some awesome stuff today about discipline. But first, a quote from William Penn. I absolutely love this quote. It says, no man is fit to command another that cannot command himself. What a wonderful quote for today, because look, if you want to create anything in life, you have to be a leader. You can't be a follower. And to be a leader, you need discipline. Discipline is such a vague word to me uh, because it's been overused. It's a lot like the word love. You know, when we think of discipline, we have a certain type of thing that we think about. But I think discipline, and I hope to inspire this in you in this episode today, Uh, is a lot less about grinding and much more about focus. You know, if you want to walk somewhere, let's say I give you a task. I say, hey, go from here to the end of your room, five feet away, 10 feet away, 15 feet away. Chances are for you to walk there, that distance, you're going to make that task happen. That's not very difficult. There's not a lot of interruptions on the way. Even if your room is super messy, chances are you'll probably get there. But if I say, hey, walk five miles from here or walk 50 miles from here or 500 miles, very different goal, very different outcome. The more, the farther away you are from your goal, from your vision, from your end result that you want to create, the more focus you're going to need. Because on the way to that 500 miles, There's so many things we can't control. You can control a lot more on the way from here to 10 feet away than you can from here to 500 feet away, 500 miles away. So it's all about focus. Focus creates discipline. And today we're talking about the four keys for having a disciplined life and business. So I'm super, super excited to jump into this episode with you guys. A lot of great stuff. If you like this topic, make sure you subscribe for weekly content and share this with one person in your life today who needs to hear this message about discipline. You can also hit me up on Instagram and Facebook at Tudor Alexander Official with your biggest breakthrough from what we talked about today. Let me know. I'm always curious to hear what makes a difference in your life because that's all that matters to me. And with that, let's jump into the four keys for a disciplined life and business. Here we go. All right, all right. So four keys to a disciplined life and business. Let's get right into it. Number one is be specific. You got to be specific. Your use of language, your precision with words, being decisive about, you know, what you're saying. These things are all very important in building discipline in your life. 
If you really think about discipline, it is the structure that keeps everything together. It is the the sh- the shoelace on the shoe. It is you know the the pipe that structures the water to move in a certain direction throughout your house. You know that's what discipline is. It's the structure, and without being specific, you can't really create good structures and systems in your life when you aren't clear. It's easy for energy to leak. Think of energy like water. If you aren't clear, right? So energy, water wants to go everywhere. That's the default state. It just wants to sneak around and go to where the weakest link is. And if you're not disciplined and clean and specific about your rules in life, your uh, you know your structures, your agreements, all these kinds of things, it's very very likely that you will begin to lose energy. And where you lose energy, if that isn't taken care of, you'll lose more and more. I'm going to give you a, a simple example, which is kind of kind of interesting thought experiment, but you can use it in your own life as an example of why you should be specific. You know, space, as in not space like outer space, but space, just walking around through space, the external world we live in is very, very specific in the sense that if you see a chair in your living room, you know exactly where that chair is, assuming you have decent eyesight and you can pinpoint it. You see it where it is. It's very clear. It's not like a possibility field. Like when you zoom down all the way to the quantum world where the electrons are, it doesn't work that way anymore. Things aren't so clear-cut and defined. Everything is mushy. Everything is in a possibility field. Everything is in this kind of quantum state where it can be in two places at once. It's a very murky world, very confusing. Because in our world, everything is defined, in our, let's say, our perspective, because the the electron is part of our world too. But in that perspective, everything is a possibility field. So imagine now, if we took that idea and we applied it to the world that we live in. Imagine that if I said, hey, uh, go ahead and grab the chair from the living room and bring it back in here. You say, well, where's the chair? Well, it's it's somewhere in the field of the table, somewhere in the field of the table. Or if I told you, hey, go ahead and sit down, we're going to have dinner. You say, where's the chair? Well, it could be anywhere around the table. You just have to kind of find it and hope that you sit on it when you sit down. That sounds really silly. You know, it sounds ridiculous because that's not how the world works. The world is very definite. So you go sit down, you see a chair, you sit down on it. Well, that's the same problem if you're not specific. You know, it seems, again, very silly, but that's how we are when we lack the discipline to be specific. You know, it's very important to define what is it that you want out of life, what is it that you're doing, what is it that you promise, what do you agree to, what do you want out of life. All these things are very important. And another kind of thing that goes along with this, another bullet point, is the importance of why. Why are you doing what you're doing? This is something we consistently talk about on this podcast, is why are you doing what you are doing? You know, today we are so over-dependent in the motivational world on willpower. You know, we, we rely on willpower. You just got to push through it. You got to just like, you know, man up or woman up and, and, you know, tough it out. Get that energy, you know, get inspired. Well, look, inspiration is so important. You have to be inspired. But, you know, motivation if motivation can be very superficial in terms of you see this really emotional video, two-minute, three-minute dopamine hit on Facebook. 
that gives you a little boost, but that's not real motivation. Real motivation is you being specific about why it is you do what you do. What is it that you want? Having a clear reason why. When you have a clear reason why, there'll be time, and this is why it's important, because those little hits, they're temporary. If you don't have a clear reason why, you're going to go back to hating your life, back to being slow, being sluggish, being bored. You know, Metallica has a great quote. It says, boredom is just the result of a boring mind. So ultimately, if you have the luxury to be bored, then that means you aren't being specific. You aren't being disciplined with your mind about what you want and why. When you know why, when you know why you're doing what you're doing, this is very important because willpower only goes so far. You know, you're not going to be having a ton of willpower if you missed a night of sleep, if you're exhausted, if you're upset, if you're whatever else. But if you know why you're doing what you're doing, then it's much easier to find that extra bit of willpower that maybe you would have had left over. But if you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, you're going to get drained of willpower very, very quickly. And this is why discipline, this is part of being disciplined, is being specific. Be specific with your language. Be specific with what you say you're going to do, what you want, and why. Very important. Number two, be sequential. Super, super important. Everything in life is determined by the order in which you do things. This is chemistry. This is biology. I learned about this through dancing and professional, being a competitor, professional athlete, being a coach. Uh, But, you know, it's all the same, whether it's dancing, it's business, it's dating, it's uh, chemistry, bio, biology, whatever else. Everything relies on this sequential nature, this choreography of life. Everything has a choreography. A choreography is just a sequence of steps. Your business has a choreography. Your marriage, your daily routine, you know, your diet, everything has a choreography to it, a sequence that you go by. And when you learn to think sequentially and to appreciate sequence, to tweak your sequence, to put value on your process, to see that everything is just a sequence from one point to the next. For example, grammar. You know, if you put a comma in the wrong place, it can mean a totally different thing. If you put the wrong punctuation in the wrong place, it means a totally different thing, even using the same words. So everything is about sequence. The order in which you do things determines the result. If you have a crummy order and your order is ineffective, then you're going to waste a lot of energy. And again, discipline, the role of discipline, this is going to be kind of maybe a mind blow for some people, but maybe you've heard this before. Discipline equals freedom. So listen to that again. Discipline equals freedom. Like I said in the very beginning, we tend to have a negative view or, you know, this view about discipline that it's like stoic, that, you know, you have no emotion, you're just grinding away like a robot. That's not what discipline is about. Although it can maybe have some of that in there. Discipline is about controlling your energy so that you have freedom. Because when you don't have discipline, your energy is going all over the place. You have energy leaks all the time. If you're not specific, you're going to have energy leaks through your actions, through what you commit to, through what you say, through what you agree to. Again, if you're not specific about what you say yes to, what you say no to, you're going to have energy leaks. I've overcommitted myself to so many things because I wasn't specific with my own self about why I'm doing what I'm doing and therefore 
What am I not going to do? What am I going to say no to? Be sequential. If you understand the right proper sequence to doing something, then you're doing it with minimal resistance and you can experience maximal freedom. I experienced this through dancing. That's why I encourage everybody, uh, you know, we're going to be getting in some useful habits that you can pick up. But one of those useful habits is to pick up a movement art or movement skill. I recommend dancing. Obviously, I'm a little biased, but anything, Tai Chi, you know, karate, you know, any kind of yoga, those things are great activities to help you build your sequential thinking. You got to think in sequence. You have to see the sequence and be patient to go through the sequence. Otherwise, if you're just looking, if you only see from point zero then to 100 miles an hour, you're going to run into a lot of ups and downs in life and not be able to ramp up slowly and consistently. So be sequential. Number three, be thorough. This is a great, great, great example of discipline because, you know, water, water broke the rock not because of its power. It, be, it broke it because of its consistency. Being thorough is about being consistent. It's all about, discipline is all about thoroughness. And what that means is really finishing everything to the level that it needs to be finished. Committing to the movement, you know, in dancing, in in my own discipline, we say commit to the movement. That means do it full out. Do it to the fullest capability that you're able to do. You know, and then you, you draw back, you learn a little better, you do it more, and then you do it even more but you commit to the movement. Did you finish it to the maximum level that you can? Are you thorough? When you make your bed in the morning, if you make it, do you fold it? Do you make it nice and straight? Or do you kind of just throw the the sheet on top and walk away? So that level of thoroughness keeps energy from being wasted. Beware of the accumulation of small errors. What does this mean? This means in life, this is what discipline is all about. It's not necessarily about, again, being this emotionless robot. It's about controlling the energy leaks in your life because small errors of 1% here, 2% there, 3% there, they add up over time. And that's really the key. Over time, we waste so much energy and, and resources. And of course, the most important one is time itself from just these inefficiencies in life. You have no idea what impact one little deviation has. Right now, 1% doesn't seem like a lot. But over the course of great distances, 1% is a huge deal. Remember, if I'm walking 500 feet, uh, sorry, if I'm walking 500 miles, a 1% deviation is like you can't have that. By the time you get to 500 miles, you're going to have a huge deviation. Like in space, you know, when they go out to outer space, uh, you know, these, these types of calculations have to be very, very specific. They have to be very disciplined because the small errors will accumulate over the vast amount of space, right? So this is the same, you know, you can look at the physical world. This is a huge part of what I talk about all the time. You can look at the physical world and learn a lot about your internal world. They all work the same way. You know, in your own life, when you have a goal that's really ambitious, when you have a huge vision that you want to put into play. It's very far away. It is very far away. And that's great because it gives you the chance to discover the sequence, the steps to enjoy all the little steps along the way to get to that big goal. But likewise, you need to be just as specific and sequential and thorough as 
if you're launching a rocket into space, if you want to get there, because a 1% deviation is going to deviate you by enough to miss your mark considerably by the time you get there, if you allow that 1%. So this is why you got to be thorough. So why you got to be sequential, why you got to be specific. Remember too, the Pareto principle. If you're not familiar with it, it's the 80-20 rule. This guy named Vilfredo Pareto in Italy in the 1800s, I believe, he was a mathematician and he kind of basically discovered initially by kind of uh, surveying the distribution of land between the wealthy and the poor, that the wealthy, 20%, owned 80% of the land and vice versa. So he started to kind of see this proportion in a lot of other areas. You know, it's the 80-20 rule. So what it breaks down to in terms of effort is that your thoroughness, when it comes to thoroughness, if you look at the effort that you put into your life, so let's say you have 20% effort, that's going to give you 80% of the results. Now that's really important because with 20% effort, you get 80% of the results. Now what that means, for example, is if I want to get most of the benefits of exercise, I'm going to go to the gym with 20% effort. Meaning if you go, I think they've done, most research says that if, if you go about 30 minutes, three times a week of exercise, you get most of the benefits of exercise. That's all you really need, if you think about it, to be relatively decent health in terms of exercise. Diet is also important too, but for exercise, literally you can put that amount of effort to get most of the, the reward. But now let's say you want to you know, get ripped, gain, gain some muscle, get some sort of optimal level of health or performance. You can put the 20% effort in, those three, 30 minutes, three times a week, you get 80% of results. If you want to get that 100%, the remainder of the 20%, right? So you already got 80%, most of the health benefits, but you want to get the aesthetic benefits. You want to get that chiseled look. You want to get muscle mass, all that stuff, that extra 20%. It's going to take you 80% more of your effort to get that 20%, that final 20%. It's a logarithmic curve. So it spikes up at first, and then it kind of starts to taper off. Why? Because the more effort, it's called a law of diminishing returns. The more effort you put into something, the less return you get. Now, that's not a bad thing, but it's a, remem- it's a reminder of this idea of being thorough. Because you're going to get, you know, based on your strengths, you're going to get results in something. But that doesn't mean that it's finished. It doesn't mean that it's thorough. It doesn't mean that it's disciplined. So you have to put in, that's where the discipline kicks in, in that last 20% that takes you 80% of your effort. That's that thoroughness, that last 20% of excellence that goes from 80 to where you just kind of, you know, get a, a passing grade to the top of your class. That takes the most amount of energy and effort. And it's your ability to put out that extra 20%. This is where your discipline and your thoroughness is measured. If you're just coasting by, then you're just coasting by. That's going to be a place where you're always underperforming. Now, again, if something's important to you, then this is where you apply it. If something's not important to you, then know that you can get most of the results, or let's say 80% of the benefits with very minimal effort. The question is, you have to look through your own life and say, is this outcome important to me? Is this project important to me? Is this relationship important to me? 
And if it's important to you and you don't want to lose energy there, you don't want to lose resources, then be thorough and put that 80% of effort to get that extra 20% because that's that cherry on the Sunday. You can have the most beautiful Sunday in the world, but if it doesn't have that cherry on top, it feels incomplete. That's how we think. That's how our life works. So that 80% of effort goes a long way, even though it seems like it's only giving you 20% of results. It's the last 20. So it's that cherry that really makes it all complete. So be thorough in everything that you do, especially if something's important to you. The final and the fourth one, the fourth key to a disciplined life and business is be mindful. You got to be mindful, you know, and what I mean by this is particularly like sensitivity, awareness. You know, we in today's Western world have become very disconnected from our bodies, very disconnected from nature, very disconnected from living a sensual life. And what I mean by that is a life that's connected to our senses, our sense of touch, our listening, our smell, our taste, our hearing. All these things, you know, are so valuable to patience, to focus, to having discipline. As I said, you know, one of the things you can do, we're going to get into some useful habits uh, for maintaining these specific keys in your life. But one of them is finding a movement skill. That's going to train your physical sensitivity, your physical awareness. For me, dancing has been very uh, beautiful in that regard. I mean, it's trained my ability to be aware physically. And I, I truly believe it all works the same way. If you learn awareness through your physical body, you will learn awareness through your mind. It's all one process. You are gaining the ability to distinguish and to see and to feel. And therefore, when you look internally, into the world that you can't, that doesn't have any shape. It's the shapeless world of the mind. You are a lot more well-equipped to be aware of things that aren't working, of blind spots, of unproductive behaviors, emotions, things like this. And that's where, that's where the final battleground is, really. That's, you know, your discipline in terms of what you think and the thoughts that you let into your mind, what you believe. That is, that is the final battleground. But we can work our way into that, into that battleground by developing the sensitivity and awareness and skill in the physical world through, you know, different practices, like I said, dancing, yoga, martial arts, those kind of things. So be mindful. Mindfulness is so important in everything. Being aware, being sensual, using your senses, being appreciative. That's why I wrote that book, The Gratitude Map. One of the big things that every Monday we're doing that special series now for a couple of weeks to give you different habits on how to be more grateful and appreciative. Really, it's about being more mindful, right? So it's about connecting to the, the world around you through your senses, to connecting to nature, connecting to your own time. That's going to give you focus. It's going to help you be patient. It's going to help you manage your emotions. It's going to help you appreciate too, because part of discipline is not letting your energy leak. And one of the ways that it leaks, for example, is we get overstimulated and distracted very easily. You know, one of the obstacles in the book, uh, the gratitude map, is desensitization, where we basically get desensitized from all the crazy food that we eat, you know, all the MSG and trans fats and sugar and fat and, and all this kind of stuff and, you know, distractions on the internet and notifications and Facebook. We're constantly bombarding our nervous system with these stimulants, 
And that decreases our ability to use our senses because they're on overload all the time. So when you don't have that level of overload, suddenly you feel like something's missing. You need to pick up your phone. You need to look up a, something on Facebook. You need a, a hit of dopamine, whatever it is. Rather than just being able to be comfortable, let's say sitting alone quietly on a bench in the park. You know, that's something that we've missed in our culture today. So being mindful is very important because otherwise you lose energy. You lose your emotional energy, your attention very easily uh, if you don't have that mindfulness to be able to control and fill your own mind with your awareness and presence. So be mindful, be specific, be sequential, be thorough. Those are my four keys for you living a more disciplined life, having a more disciplined business. You can apply these to any area of your life and some specific habits that I personally use uh, to kind of keep each of these in my life. For being specific, I use a notebook. I always have a little notebook, a little black notebook, and I collect them after I finish them, but I have a red marker and a ballpoint pen that I just love writing in. And I'm constantly writing in it, even though I have a to-do list in my calendar in my phone, I have a to-do list in my phone with notes. I have a written to-do list that I do my follow-ups, who would I need to follow up with or who I'm waiting on a follow-up from, and my to-do on the other side. It's like two little columns, just simple. Just a little black notebook, and then I take a red marker, and I cross off every time I achieve one of those things. So that's really helped me be specific about what I'm out to do. And there's a lot of things you can do, but that's one very simple one uh, about basically addressing your mission, your vision, your to-do list, what do you want out of life every day. You can use that notebook for reflecting, you know, for writing your to-do list, your follow-ups. Just have a notebook. So important. Uh, for building that that habit. For number two, being sequential, I said learn a movement skill. And this this is something very important because being sequential, look, everything has a sequence. Your business has a sequence. Your sales funnel has a sequence. Your lovemaking has a sequence. Everything has a sequence to it. But the key uh, by learning a physical dif- a discipline like dancing or yoga or martial arts, you can experience sequence directly. Right, so you're not in, you're not experiencing it just intellectually. Like, okay, I see this flowchart goes here. Like, you learn the steps of a particular thing. That's very important. But your body has to connect and feel sequence, and experience sequence in its own way, and experience alignment and imbalance, and all these things is very valuable because it helps discipline your mind and connect things from your body in a physical, emotional, visceral way. So very important. Plus, it keeps you healthy. It's fun. It's good for you. So learn a movement skill. I highly, highly encourage it. For number three, being thorough, um, you know, you can take a habit out of your day. Pick one habit a day that you do, whether it's brushing your teeth, making your bed, whatever it is. Take that habit and improve it by a little bit each time. Give it a little more attention. Do that for a week and see what happens you know, or a couple days, see what happens. For example, if making your bed is the habit you want to pick and you're starting, your baseline is basically you just wake up and you don't even make your bed, then for a week, give that your full attention and see what happens. And every time, make it a little bit better. You're not looking at increasing a thousand percent. You're looking at increasing one percent every day. And in a hundred days, that's a hundred percent improvement. So it's all about the accrual of those small gains over and over time. So get, take a habit and improve it a little bit each time a day with a little bit more attention. Number four, which kind of ties into that, which is being mindful, uh, is 
having a gratitude practice, honestly, that's been the habit that's been for me absolutely number one for developing my mindfulness is having a gratitude practice, a practice of appreciation. Throughout the day, I have a lot of things that I do uh, to get present, to appreciate, to connect to my senses uh, before I eat, when I wake up in the morning, at night. You know, there's a whole lot of things that I do, and that's why I wrote that book. You know, I'm going to plug this book for you if you want to get it. It's a free book plus a free mini course. Go check it out, thegratitudemap.com. Uh, super excited. You know, there's a ton of habits. Like I said, every Monday we're doing those um, different daily gratitude practice habits. We have a daily gratitude practice Facebook group. This has been super, super life-changing for me in my ability to become more mindful, uh, more in control of my emotions, more present, more appreciative. So get a notebook, learn a movement skill, put a little more attention for seven days in one habit at a time, and develop your own daily gratitude practice. If you need help with that, go to thegratitudemap.com, check it out, free book, free mini course, it's all yours, and you know, really take it to heart because this is the key to developing discipline in all areas of your life. Discipline is not about being a robot. Remember, it is about being free. And I want to finish with this idea of focus that we kind of opened up. You know, discipline is not about being that robot. It's not about being this gritty, emotionless, heartless being. It's about making sure that all of your attention, all of your effort is very focused so you don't waste energy, you don't lose energy. If you're not focused, you can't do anything in life. You cannot do anything. You can't have a great relationship. You can't have a great business. You can't have a great body. Focus is the key. It's all about focus. When you're trying to get a very specific result, you have to focus like a laser beam. You know, one part of that is the habits that you allow in your life. You know, let's say like uh, like negative habits that you allow. We call them destructive freedoms. So destructive freedoms are basically like you allow yourself to stay up till three in the morning on the weekends. And then you got to wake up at five in the morning for, for work, you know, or you allow yourself to smoke, you know, cigarettes, you know, four or five times a day. That's a destructive habit. It's not good for you. Uh, I'm not bashed at smoking, but it's just not good for you to do that. So that is, doesn't help you. If your goal is to be healthy, if your goal is to be, you know, let's say uh, really successful in business, you want some long-term goal, then that's a destructive freedom that you're allowing yourself that's not going to allow you the freedom to enjoy other things in life, right? So freedom is a very uh, interesting idea because we associate freedom to options. And that's why we see discipline as this negative thing or, or the cost of, of freedom. But really it's not. Discipline gives you freedom to do the things that are much more difficult to do, that are much more enjoyable, much more rare to enjoy. You know, you, you sacrifice the freedom of going out and drinking every weekend for having the freedom to be financially free later in your business or having a great body and being free in your physique, in the way you look and move, right? So there's always a cost to everything. Freedom is relative to what you want. And if you want something very high result oriented, something inspiring, something great for your life, uh, then discipline is the way that you get that freedom. You know, so part of it is cutting out bad habits and, and focusing on, you know, what is it that you want and focusing on the good habits. And the other part is nutrition too. So, you know, one thing I wanted to mention with focus is that a lot of the stuff that we just talked about, these are very mindset oriented things. Be mindful, be thorough, be, be specific. My goodness, see, I'm not specific enough. I had a little more discipline in my language there. 
be mindful, be sequential, be specific, be thorough. All these things are mindset things. They're about being uh, very specific with your habits, being very attentive in your choices. And that's really important. But the other part of it that's not talked about too much is nutrition. You know, focus is a big part in our life. And if we don't eat right, if we don't stay hydrated, uh, you know, there's a lot of things you can do supplement-wise. I'll probably make a course down the road with all the things that I use to be in tip-top shape and perform and stay focused and all the things that I'm doing. I've learned quite a lot about that uh, part of town. There's just so much you can do to maintain your focus, but don't forget the value of nutrition. I'm not going to get into that right now. That's going to be a can of worms for later. We're definitely going to open up that, open that one up down the road. If you want that kind of episode, let me know. I'm curious because I could talk for hours about focus and nutrition and the importance of good nutrition habits and supplements on your life. There's a lot of cool stuff there to talk about, but let me know. Yeah, I'm curious if you guys are interested in that, but I'm just going to say the nutrition is the other part of it. One part is mindset, stuff that we talked about today. The other part is nutrition. You know, you can't just willpower your way through everything. There is a level of eating healthy, taking care of your body, and aligning your body for that focus. You know, you could have a wonderful camera that's got amazing focus on it, but if you have a smudge on it, if you have a smudge on the lens, it doesn't matter. You won't be able to take any good pictures. So part of it is the lens, and part of it is the smudge on the lens, right? So in this case, you know, the lens would probably be your body, which is the, the metaphor for that, your physical alignment. And then the smudge on the lens is your attitude, your behavior, your mindset, you know, all these things that we talked about, these different habits. So they're both important if you want to be able to focus. So that's the four keys to a disciplined life and business. And that wraps it up for today's episode, guys. Remember, the discipline is the key to creating anything in life. And it is an ever-expanding thing. It's a practice. You know, you're never going to master it fully. It's just a constant game that we are continually developing our discipline, our practice. We're growing. You know, we're either growing or dying, ultimately. So you have to look at your own life, the areas that are important to you, and realize that if you don't put attention on it, continual attention and focus, right? That was the main highlight of today's episode is focus. Uh, then it will shrink. It's either growing or shrinking. So my goal with this episode for you guys was to look at your own life to see where where can you incorporate some of these powerful, timeless habits so that you can empower yourself to create what you want and to take what you want out of life, to take it to the next level, to realize also that discipline equals freedom. It really, truly does. You know, if you want the freedom to enjoy a high-quality life, a high-performance life, something important to you that's far away, that's not just some short-term thing, then you're going to want to employ discipline to enjoy that future freedom. The, the freedom that you have in the short term is the cost for the freedom that you want in the long term. So that's very important. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. And as always, don't forget to share it with one person in your life who needs to hear today's message on discipline. I'm always curious to hear what makes the biggest difference in your life. So make sure to tag me with your biggest breakthrough on Instagram or Facebook at Tudor Alexander Official. And let's remember today's quote 
from William Penn. No man is fit to command another that cannot command himself. In order to create what we want in life, we must enroll and cooperate with other people constantly. You have to remember this. And in that list of people, first and foremost, is ourselves. We have to be able to cooperate with ourselves, and that requires discipline. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. Tune in on Monday as we continue our Daily Gratitude Practice series where we look at uh, habit number four, talking to plants. And remember, your life is a dance. So go out there and dance it well. For more episodes and weekly content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.